Part 1 of The Birth of Professional Rugby League in Australia Selections from the Sydney Morning Herald 1907-1908 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org A Professional All Blacks Team to Tour the Northern Counties of England 28th of May to the 5th of August 1907 Tuesday, 28th of May, 1907. New professional football team. Promoter expelled. Wellington, Monday. A representative of the Wellington Post has been informed on good authority that an all-black team of rugby footballers, which are going home to play the English Northern Union clubs, are not being organised by any speculative syndicate. The players are financing themselves, although they have been offered outside financial assistance if required. It is stated that the prominent representative players invited to join the party have, with few exceptions, consented to make the trip. It is also stated that a public announcement would have been made some time ago, but for the fact that too many players were offering. The team will now probably leave in July. The Management Committee of the New Zealand Rugby Union tonight expelled and disqualified Baskerville of Wellington, who is understood to be the promoter of the proposed professional tour in England. At a meeting of the Council of the New South Wales Rugby Union last night, the following motion was carried. That this Council convey to the New Zealand Rugby Union its hearty appreciation of the action taken in reference to the suggested visit of a professional team to England, being of the opinion that such action is in the best interests of the game. Friday, 31st May. Professionalism in New Zealand. The proposal to send a New Zealand professional team of footballers to England to play the Northern Union clubs has naturally provoked a good deal of discussion in local rugby circles. The first aspect which strikes the members of the New South Wales Rugby Union is the effect the movement will have on the representative character of the team to come in a few weeks from New Zealand to Australia. If the team for England is to be strong, and it is not much use for them to go as a speculation if not, then they will need to include a number of the leading players, and in this respect it is significant, though of course not conclusive, that in the North Island team to meet the South Island there are no Auckland players included. Developments in New Zealand will be followed with great interest in Australia. Cable to London. Wellington, New Zealand, Thursday. The New Zealand Rugby Union has decided to cable its representative on the English Union to discountenance the proposal regarding the professional's visit to England. Saturday, 1st of June. Professionalism in New Zealand. It was cabled that leading footballers in New Zealand were called upon to sign a declaration that their amateur status was in no way jeopardised by the present professional movement before they would be chosen for the North Island versus South Island match. The following is a copy of the declaration. I, blank, of, blank, do solemnly and sincerely declare as follows. 1 that I have never asked, received, or relied on, promised, direct, or implied, to receive any money consideration whatever, actual or prospective, for playing football, 
or rendering any service to a football organization two and particularly that i have not asked received or relied on any promise direct or implied to receive any money consideration whatever actual or prospective or to receive any benefit from nor have i promised or asked to be permitted to take part in any manner whatsoever in a scheme having for its object the sending of a team of rugby footballers from new zealand to play football against the teams of the northern counties rugby union of england and i make this solemn declaration conscientiously believing the same to be true under and by virtue of the provisions of an act of the general assembly of new zealand intituled the justices of the peace act eighteen eighty two this will have to be signed before a player's claim to inclusion in the teams is even considered an undertaking wanted it was resolved also that each player selected for the north versus south island match shall be required to give the following undertaking i blank in consideration of the new zealand rugby football union having selected me to be one of its representatives to take part in the match north island versus south island on june third nineteen hundred and seven do hereby promise and agree with the said union one that i will not form one of the projected team of footballers which is to leave new zealand to play against the northern counties of england two that i will not enter into any negotiations with any person with a view to my becoming a member of any such team three that i will not actively or passively be a party to or assist in any way the promotion of any such team four that if i am approached by any person or persons with a request that i should become a member of any such team i shall at once notify the said union of the fact and advise the said union of the name of any person or persons so approaching me five that i will to the best of my ability assist the said union in its desire to put down any attempt to induce any footballer in new zealand to make a breach of the rules as to professionalism as adopted by the rugby football union and to this end will give the said union all information bearing on the subject of the said projected tour to england saturday eighth of june reception of visiting team professionalism the queensland team to meet new south wales to-day were formally welcomed at noon yesterday in the rooms of the new south wales rugby union bly street the chair was occupied by mr j j calvert president of the union and he had on his right mr f c lee manager of the visiting team and mr c j wade attorney-general on his left mr m dor the queensland captain and mr richard teese chairman of the sydney cricket ground trust the chairman said that it was with the greatest pleasure that he welcomed the queensland team who were not only game but generous foes he was quite sure that the match on the morrow would be honestly and fairly contested and he expressed the hope that the better side would win speaking of the professional movement in new zealand he feared the taint of professionalism and hoped that the two states now represented would set their foot against it one great advantage rugby had over the association game in england was the absence of professionalism when it was introduced there would come the danger of gambling applause mr c g wade attorney-general was exceedingly pleased to be present to join as the official representative of the state in the welcome to the visitors 
the government felt an active and warm appreciation and interest in all manly sports and were prepared to give all these games every encouragement in the present professional movement elsewhere there was a danger of amateurism being dismantled one of the banes of football in the old country was the encroachment of professionalism in the north of england where professional rugby held sway the higher aspects of the game were completely lost with a large amount of money in one pocket there would probably be a larger amount of blue metal in the other laughter he hoped here the amateur status would always be maintained we were on the eve of a football carnival in the matches against queensland new zealand and the combined australia against new zealand there should be exhibitions of the game which should raise the standard of the game in the colonies he hoped the weather would clear up and if so there would be a large and festive gathering and he hoped the better side would win the old cry of win tie or wrangle should be confined to school grounds it was the men who could play a combined game of football of working towards a common aim who went to build up a young country like ours and in doing so they were increasing the good name of australia and england wherever they went applause mr c w oakes m l a said that the game had gone ahead by leaps and bounds he looked forward to the time when on that historic arena there would be played possibly matches between australian teams and england america and france there was the mirage of professionalism on the horizon of football but he was pleased to see that from the men selected for new zealand it was only a mirage for the cream of new zealand football was coming over to australia mr richard t said that as certainly the oldest australian footballer present he was pleased to assist in the welcome to the visitors he had watched the progress of the game since he had taken part in the formation of the first football club in sydney forty-two years ago he had seen the game develop and had noted the extraordinary hold it had upon the public taste and had seen the enormous attendances he however added a note of warning to footballers to carry on the game in such a way as to make the play interesting there was too much umpire's whistle and the game was not open enough he was surprised to find so much faulty kicking at goal eleven successive tries were failures and it was only on the twelfth occasion that a goal was kicked that was not creditable he referred to the danger of professionalism to this game which was the only one free from the bane of the pot hunter the first attempt at professionalism had met with a formidable rebuff the toast was received with musical honours mr f c lee the manager of the queensland team said that though he had frequently been to sydney in other capacities this was his first visit as manager and that he was particularly pleased to hold the position for this was the celebration of the silver wedding of the two unions as mr lee rose to speak the sun shone brightly and he accepted that as a happy augury for a fine day for the match he did not think there was any local danger of professionalism he paid a high tribute to the memory of mr p m lane who mr lee said had been greatly appreciated in queensland cheers mr dore captain also responded he said that they had come down to win mr r a arnold proposed the visitors and in doing so mentioned the fact that there were present mr belson who was a member of the reverend mr mullinow's team mr allen who had played for ireland versus scotland 
and mr gordon from western australia cheers mr edwards of the sports ground responded on behalf of the visitors mr h d wood proposed the toast of the president to which mr j j calvert responded saturday fifteenth of june professional movement in new zealand files to hand from new zealand state that inquiries made by the star elicited the fact that the professional football team will visit england and play northern counties as originally arranged the combination will be a strong one including a large proportion of the all-black team the aucklanders who signed the declaration required by the rugby union are understood to have taken legal advice before doing so and were informed that it would not make them subject to any legal liability in the event of their taking place in the professional tour three or four aucklanders known to be going with the professional team are amongst the foremost players in the colony though their names are known they are at present withheld from publication the team is due to arrive in england about september the sixth thursday twenty seventh of june professional rugby team australians to be included wellington wednesday the professional rugby team will leave new zealand for england after the return of the new zealand representative team from australia the professionals include several members of the visiting team an effort will be made to strengthen the back division from australia friday twenty eighth of june professionalism in rugby football will it come the cabled information from new zealand published in yesterday's issue has created quite a scare in local football circles it was stated that the new zealand team shortly to leave for australia would include some of the all-black professional combination to visit england and play matches against clubs in the northern union the public were to a certain extent prepared for this by the statements published in the herald and taken from a new zealand exchange that legal advice had been obtained to the effect that there was nothing to stop anybody from signing the declaration put before new zealand players still the information received yesterday did come as a surprise it was thought that despite that statement it was hardly likely that the new zealand rugby union would ask for signatures to a declaration which was valueless now it is cabled that the team to whose visit australians have anxiously looked forward will have the taint of professionalism and this will cause an uncomfortable feeling to say the least of it amongst the public and the governing body a more important statement cabled is that the new zealanders hope to strengthen their backs by the inclusion of some sydney players upon this matter a prominent member of the new south wales rugby union and one who has new zealand's football matters at his fingertips is of the opinion that there is nothing at all in the statement in the first place he thinks it is hardly likely that the all blacks to visit england will do anything that could question their right to be all blacks they are going to england on the reputation gained by the recent all black team as far as he knows no advances have been made to any of the local players probably the statement has been made over there with an object anyhow it is a high compliment to new south wales players to say that their inclusion will strengthen the new zealand team for england he is emphatic in his opinion that the new zealanders would be the last people to attempt it as to the contract signed in new zealand the position taken up by the new zealand rugby union 
was not at all tenable from a legal point of view perhaps the object of sending forth a rumour that some sydney players would join the team is to cast a stigma amongst the sport-loving public upon the games to be shortly played here however it comes with a good deal of surprise that such a report should get about another well-known authority remarked that he was told by one of the all-black team on their return from england that within twelve months he would be back in england playing for one of the northern clubs as to the question of professionalism in football or in any other sport a great deal has been written and said up to the present moment it has been unknown in football in australasia there have been statements that players have received money but they have not been substantiated the majority of the members of the two rugby governing bodies are determined to use every effort to stamp out any sign of professionalism in sydney and the same feeling exists in queensland the wish is probably farther to the thought that professionalism will not at any rate for some years take root here but it may be found before many years perhaps months have passed by that severe action is necessary perhaps in a few years we shall find amateurs and professionals playing side by side in football teams just as they do at cricket and at golf there are some games in which the professional has raised the standard of the game notably in the two branches of sport mentioned and there are some who take a prominent part in local football who see that the professional is bound to come saturday twenty ninth of june professionalism in rugby wellington new zealand friday mr baskerville secretary of the new zealand professional team has stated that there is no truth in the rumour that george smith of auckland the all-black three-quarter has been offered the captaincy of the professional team to visit england he also denied the report that australia was being looked to for backs more good new zealand backs than are required have offered in some cases voluntarily to go home if finally selected wednesday seventeenth of july new zealand professional team wellington new zealand tuesday the professional rugby team will leave new zealand for london direct about the third week in august saturday twentieth of july new zealand professionals english tour abandoned proposed matches in australia wellington friday it is stated here that the idea of dispatching a new zealand professional rugby team to england at the end of this month has been dropped on account of the proposals made to the new zealand professional team from australia which may lead to a series of matches being played in the commonwealth private advice has been received in wellington to the effect that a professional rugby union designed to affiliate with the english northern rugby union is being formed in sydney mr baskerville the on secretary of the new zealand football club declines to say more than that he had been cognizant of the fact for some time past a few australian enthusiasts have made a proposal to him regarding the new zealand professional team playing in sydney on the way to england negotiations are still proceeding and if the guarantees and assurances were satisfactory no doubt the australian public would be afforded an opportunity of seeing the all-black professionals play tuesday twenty third july new zealand professional team fifty four players offered 
the new zealand sporting and dramatic review of july the eleventh says the team for the english tour was selected at the end of last week in wellington there were four selectors one each from auckland wellington christchurch and dunedin between fifty and sixty names came up for consideration and fifty-four signed agreements were received from players willing to participate in the tour the team took a considerable time to pick and amongst others the claims of four all blacks were considered and ultimately passed over one of the principal qualifications dwelt upon was the general excellence of character of the players willing to go and a couple of new zealand's best-known footballers were omitted from the final selection for this reason ultimately twenty-five of the finest players in the colony were selected auckland will be more strongly represented than any other centre nine men being included from the northern city general arrangements the new zealand rugby union may endeavour to circumvent the crisis by delaying the present team in australia for an extra week in the hope of putting a stopper on the departure of the members of the professional team at present playing with the new zealand representative team on tour this however will not have any serious effect on the professionals as they will leave sydney for london direct immediately the present australian tour is completed the meeting last week in wellington drew up a drastic set of rules to ensure the thorough well-behaviour of the team when at home the financial aspect the contention that the tour will not be a financial success is a mere bogey besides the three thousand pound deposited to the team's account in london one thousand three hundred pound will be subscribed by members of the team each man putting in fifty pound in one or two cases that amount which is looked upon as a guarantee was not forthcoming but others have placed double that sum to their credit and the selection committee which met in wellington last week had close on the full amount one thousand three hundred pound at their disposal the twenty-five members of the team share and share alike in the profits and take seventy per cent of the proceeds of every match a management committee will be appointed by the players to look after all the inner workings it is evident that when a single club in the northern union was able to average seven hundred and fifty pound per match in gate money for its last ten matches there is not much need for anxiety on the part of the professionals as to the monetary success of their venture the first match the team leaves next month immediately after the completion of the australian tour the first match will be played on october the sixth and though the programme of matches has not yet been received twenty-seven matches will be played the team will be known as the new zealand football team friday second of august professional team one hundred and sixty applicants matches in australia wellington new zealand thursday the professional rugby team will play a match in paris on the way to england an invitation has also been accepted to play at california on the return journey one hundred and sixty applications were received for places in the team the selected members will assemble in sydney where three matches will be played followed probably by others in melbourne and adelaide mr j c gleeson of napier has been appointed playing manager monday the fifth of august professional rugby the fact that the agricultural ground has been engaged for three matches against the new zealand professional team shortly to visit england 
was on saturday discussed in those places where rugby contests were played everyone was asking everyone what sort of a team would be got together to meet the professional team judging by the applications which were received by the promoters in new zealand and the fact that several members of the all blacks team now here are going to join the combination for england as soon as the closing engagement is played next saturday the promoters do not anticipate much difficulty in getting together here three teams to take part in wind-raising matches there is a lot of difference however between players boldly announcing themselves as members of the team for england and informing combinations to meet in two or three engagements the prospect of a division of the gate may induce a few of our leading players to break through their amateur status though such division would be almost for a certainty on the small side there has been however a greater power of persuasion at work new south welshmen have been led to believe that if they play against the professionals and show good enough form they will have a chance of inclusion in the twenty-five who visit england still the title of the combination is the new zealand football team and it seems hardly feasible that the representative character of the side would be departed from to any marked extent the air is full of rumours and though some of them are bound to be correct there is not much likelihood of anything tangible being known until after the final test match on the strength of remarks dropped by officials in high authority there is a feeling amongst a number of our players strongly in favour of professionalism and it is only necessary for some guiding spirit to take up the matter for quite a large number of our present players to follow the lead another whose advice has been for long respected in the councils of the game fails to see why any harm must necessarily follow in the wake of such a movement it is a big question and is one that will cause a great deal of heart-burning before it is settled as to what shape that settlement will take is at present a matter of speculation supporters of professionalism ask why should we not have the amateur and the professional appearing together for the one side they contend that there should be no reason why a governing body should not have control over him who plays for simple amusement and at the same time over him who accepts a fee the local unions will of course work tooth and nail against the introduction of the professional if he ever did become an established fact under the control of the new south wales rugby union it would mean of course the cutting of the thread which binds the new south wales daughter to the english parent indeed there is no knowing what it would mean in the world's rugby mr j giltonen a gentleman well known in another branch of sport is it is understood taking an active part in making the arrangements for the matches and if rumour speak truly some success has been met with in regard to one or two captains of first-grade teams mr giltonen has officiated as a cricket umpire in representative matches messengers inclusion denied brisbane sunday there was a widely circulated rumour in brisbane on saturday that messenger the brilliant new south wales three-quarter had been invited and had accepted an invitation to join the professional rugby team which is about to leave new zealand for england to play a series of matches there against clubs playing under the rules and auspices of the northern union messenger was interviewed to-night and the rumour brought under his notice there is nothing in it as far as i am concerned said messenger i have had no communication with or from the organisers of the team 
the rumour that i have joined the team is untrue and you may contradict it flatly asked as to the attitude of the new south wales players messenger said that as far as he knew none of them had been approached with a view to inducing them to take part in the professional venture even amongst the all blacks who were in brisbane for the past ten days or more he understood there was no definite knowledge of the names of the new zealand players who had been chosen to join the team End of part one